Raven. Hi, I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to Across the Park podcast. Welcome to Across the Park Podcast, the only place you can hear banter and debate from both sides of Stanley Park, whether it be blue or red. Sponsored by Bear Clothing, Camper Kings UK and affiliation with Betmate. Welcome to Across the Park Podcast game on myself, Ian Mills, and Andrew Price with our towers on our chest. The live birds on their chest are Phil Roberts and Terry McGiven. If anybody is tuning in for the first time, thank you so much. Thank you to our sponsors, Camper Kings UK. Get on over. It is the season to Camper King. It doesn't have to be sunny to get a camper van. It is the season to camper van and quote across the park podcast for a free bottle of bubbly. And some free insurance. Their clothing. Thank you so much to our sponsors of Their Clothing. Quote ATP20 at bearclothing.com for 20% off, believe it or not. Strange that, isn't it? And thank you as always to our affiliates at Betmate. Um, Judgy's not on tonight, so we haven't got the lavish um, videos of, of, of Betmate and things. Judgy is the man who sort of controls our teams over on Betmate. But I think we touched upon it last week. It, it's a really fun app. It, it, it's something that you can pay £3 a week and do sort of a fantasy football team. The way we work on Betmates with our affiliates is it's the, it's both teams. It's blue and red. You can pick the defenders who will have the most interceptions and tackles, the midfielders with the most passes and assists, and, of course, the strikers with the most goals. And the pot can be up to the 30 or 40 quid. Judgy has been very, very honest in saying that he will give his winnings to charity. I'm going to be very, very honest to say my winnings will go direct to the Ian Mills Pizza Fund. So anybody <laughs> who wants to play against me, bring it on. Um, a little peek behind the curtains. Phil might leave the podcast at the end of, of tonight's show. We all have real lives. Phil's real life will kick in maybe at the end of the podcast. So if Phil does go, Teddy's going to speak for two reds. We are going to start, Phil, with yourself. You're about to turn into Roy Walker, I believe. Yep, yeah, as always. So, yeah, should we start with who am I this week? Fancy a bit of who am I? Yeah. Yeah, okay then. All right then. Do you want to explain quickly, Phil, the, the, the rules? Or Yeah, I'm going to give Terry now five clues on, on a Liverpool player, and he's got to guess who that player is. Then I'll come to the Blues and do the same. Um, Terry, if you know the answer, don't shout out. Give the listeners at home a chance. If you think you know, let me know that you know, and on what clue, and at the end, we'll come to uh, your answer. Okay, so... Clue number one, this player's dad was a professional footballer for Stoke and Portsmouth. So I use this one too, or Mr. Mr. You said this is the Liverpool one first. Okay. So Mr. Teddy, but Reds, listen in in case you do know. So uh, clue one was this player's dad was a pro footballer for Stoke and Portsmouth. Okay. Okay. As a teenager, this player played rugby union as a scrum half. And had a chance to pursue rugby as a career. I think I might know it. Really? Okay. Possibly. I don't think it's that's a well-known thing, but maybe his build or a stature or... We'll think of the position, no, Teddy. Um, this player currently has a career strike rate of approximately 1 in 10. 
but most of his goals have been screamers. Okay. okay. I think I might know. Okay. This player signed for Liverpool for 35 million. Yeah. yeah. Definitely the person I was thinking. Last clue. Well, actually, the last clue is a gimme to everyone who's listened. So I'll give you a chance to answer now, Teddy, before clue five. Yeah. Alex Oxley Chamberlain. So are you thinking, Price? It is, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Clue five was this place, Gail Friends is in a Gail band. Everyone knows that, then, don't we? Okay. So, Blues, you've got... What, what, what clue did you get that on, Teddy? Three or four? Three. I got it on two, so... <laughs> so, we're winning already. No. Right. <laughs> okay, the Everton player, then. So, this player has represented England 20 times, but he also had the choice to represent Guyana through his ancestry. No. Okay. No. Little known fact there. Okay. This player was awarded his first pro contract by Leeds United. Yeah, I'll say I think I know. Oh, oh no, nice no, I don't. Price, I don't. No, I don't. Sorry, Leeds. No, I don't. I don't. Mills, no. So, so, no, we, we, so we've got to get it in this one, otherwise we're one down. We did it. We go, yeah. This player's transferred. By the way, what, what country, Phil? Guyana. There can't be... It must be few and far between. Bear in mind, that doesn't mean he was born there. If he just had the chance to play for them, that's probably a Got to be heritage, Janet, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This player transfer fee was 8.5 million plus add-ons. Oh, I think... I, I've got a... Mm, I think... I don't know. If I have a crack at this and a... And a and we get it wrong, does Terry no. automatically win? Or no, I gave Terry his crack at it after question four. You've only had three. I so, think I know. I, I think I, I think I know it. Okay. Well, this one should either confirm or deny that for you. So, but I'm gonna, where, where are we with like if 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 clue four gets Terry involved? I'm on clue three. Yeah. I already think I might know it. Yeah, but this is so just we, so, so, we, so we have so we have a stab here. Uh, yeah, because uh, if you do for clue four, and it's obvious, Mills, you can just say yeah, I don't know who have clue, clue three, can't he? Yeah, right. I'm, 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 ha I'm happy to give my point. answer now. I'm happy to give my answer now. Go on then. Go on. Pricey, you're okay with that or yeah, I don't know who it is to be honest, so just don't get it. Andy right. Johnson. No. Clue four. Well he was born and bred. No. I think I know. Okay. This is about the listeners. This eight point five million. That's killed me. That we signed him for eight point five. Yeah, I know we did. You didn't say that though. You just said this transfer fee. So did we sell him or sign him for eight point five? We didn't sign him for eight point five plus add-ons. I think the add-ons came to about ten. Why don't I get a guess here? Because it'll ruin it for the listeners. You're winning. Because you're winning. No way. Come on then. We've got Rafa as our manager. Give us a break. Go on. This player was born and bred in Yorkshire. Is that going line with what you were thinking? Played 20 times for England. Yeah. Struggling with Tell this you one. What, you've, got a, you've got a harsh on the blues here. <laughs> the last clue is one. This player is yet to score for Everton. 
He's a current player. Current player. Oh, I, I, know, I, know, I know it is. Fabian Delph. It is Fabian uh, Delph. Ah, yeah. Fan favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are going into the next game and the Blues are 1-0 down. So yeah. the rules are that now the Blues can only draw. So for me, Pricey, a draw would be Zed Cars-esque for me in a derby. Yeah. So me and Pricey get this one right, blast Zed Cars. Zero chance of that. And if we don't, obviously, on your reds, then feel free to blast whatever so number what, of What's this? Just the first one he shouted out, is it? What's this one? I all over this, isn't it? Yeah, what we usually oh, okay. do is I usually ask the boy questions to the Reds and vice versa, but that's because they should know better. But this, you don't know the answer, it's a guess. So I'm going to ask the boy questions to the boys and the red questions to the yeah. Reds on, on this occasion. How many, so, how many questions each? I've got four each year. Mm, okay. Okay, Blues, Gareth Barry, this is all about yellow cards, higher or lower, I'm going to give you a number. Gareth Barry, 110. Career, Premier League, Premier League yellow cards in his, in his entire career. Isn't he the most, he's most yellow card to play in the Premier League ever? I'm sure he is. So it's just whether 110 is too much. He must have played how many times? How many times did Gareth Barry have played in the Premier League? It's about 400, I think, 500 I think, more. Yeah, he, he, was a no, he was a naughty boy, wasn't he? So he, he always racks up yellow cards for us. And I imagine it was the same at City and Villa. Yeah, he's, he's, um, he's the most. He's definitely the most yellow card player in the Premier League. So I, I'll I'll go with you on this one. You can have full beam. Okay, uh, I'll go higher then. Yeah, it was higher. One hundred and twenty-three was the actual answer. Terry Paul Ince, higher or lower than ninety Premier League yellows? Uh, I'd say, I'd say lower. You can get away with more when he was playing. Probably didn't get yeah. as many as you think. Probably good, good way to work it out. Yeah, 74. So, one all. Question two. Wayne Rooney, higher or lower than 80 yellow cards? It's the, it's the impossible game, this. It's, it's proper red or black roulette. <laughs> it is. Uh... On the basis that the last one was higher, I'd, I'd go the opposite, but it's up to you. I, yeah, I'd go lower. I was thinking lower, so... It's actually higher, 102. Horrible, oh, man. Horrible, horrible, man. The way I'm thinking that you you was work these out is based on what the other players who we've mentioned have had. So, no, you, you knew I'd go that way and screw <laughs> me. And I let myself into it. Teddy, Jamie Carragher... Higher or lower than 85 Premier League yellows? Oh, tough one. Um, given the number of games he played as well, uh, I'd say higher. Lower. He actually only got 70. Jamie Carter got 70 Premier League yellows. So that's still one all. Question three. Phil, Phil Neville, higher or lower than 100 Premier League yellows? Finger in the edge, I don't know. I'd... Gareth Barry's 120. Oh, I, had, I, had, I, had I had the last lower. one, so you have this one. I'd say lower. Okay. It was lower, 82. Terry, James Milner, 85, I'm going to give you. Higher. 70. 
So what's that? Oh, two, one. two one, huh? Final question. Richard, well, question four for the Blues. Richard Dunn, higher or lower than 55 Premier League yellows? I'd say higher. He was just like clumsy getting booked all the time, Ernie, from my memory. Mm. I'll, go with, I'll go with you. Yeah, 74 yellows for Richard Dunn. Spicy knows his yellow cards. <laughs> you need this. So you need this to draw, does he? Or no? Yeah. I need this to win outright or to draw if I don't okay. get it. Emmy Oleski, higher or lower than 55 Premier League yellows? Lower. Actually, higher. 62. Second touch was a slide tackle, weren't it, with Emmy Oleski? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was. The only striker in the list I could see higher than him was Mark Hughes. So, the Blues have leveled the playing field there. So, play, play Zed Cars, play Spirits of the Blues. A point in the derby for us Blue Boys is always a good result. And I'm, I'm laughing because we're out here, we're asking for subs. Please press that subscription button. And whilst we're doing that, we're also asking the question, how many yellow cards did Richard Dunger? What content we bring to you guys... <laughs> What content we bring to you guys. We are going to move on to one of my favourite subjects, which is This Week in History. It allows both sides to, to look back and give you their memories at an event that happened around this time, a number of years ago. Terry, do you want to bring the, the Red Week in History in? I think it's something to do with your current manager and current midfielder. Yeah, I think it, it was um, 2000, this week in history in 2019 when Jurgen Klopp signed uh, his contract extension to 2024 and James Milner signed his contract extension to 2022. Is that right, Phil? Yeah, that's it. That, that's it. And I just thought it'd be... Well, it's interesting, first of all, to look at the Milner one, isn't it, Teddy? Um, obviously, one of the best ever signings in the Premier League for any club, James Milner, on a free. Come on. Um, yeah, what a servant he's been, but... What's going to happen at the end of 2022? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think whether he gets another extension, I find that unlikely, but I'd certainly try and keep him around the club in, in some capacity. I think, you know, as a coach or, or, or you know, I, I think he's very involved in a lot that goes on at the club, you know, in his role as vice-captain and stuff. So, uh, you know, I think he's he's definitely someone to keep around, even if, even if his, his playing time sort of wanes a little bit, but... As you say, absolutely brilliant saving for Liverpool, you know, and and as you say, even as old clubs, you know what I mean. It's like I, I, what I don't understand is like the way like City fans boo him and stuff. You know, I think he 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 was good, he was a good player for City. You know, and he, he, they didn't play him, they didn't want to play him, so it was like why would you boo him? But being brilliant for us, and and obviously I think everyone at Liverpool wanted him to get that contract extension, even if he was getting into it, you know, slightly more aged in, in his years. It hasn't done us any harm, you know, that he's still around, being able to play. We still talk about when he plays and comes on. But, he, you know, in, in some games, he's, he's up there with part of the match. So, absolutely yeah. brilliant, you know. And, and, and at the time, it was, a, it was a good move by Liverpool to extend that contract and, and, and to keep him. Obviously, more important to, to the, the recent history of the club is keeping Jürgen Norbert Klopp. I mean, <laughs> it, I dread to think if we can't get him to, to tie him down to another one in 2024, you know, I... I but all the talk of potential other managers, Gerard and stuff like that, is like at the moment no one even comes close in my mind to 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 being Liverpool manager. You know, I I don't want to contemplate life without him. Um, so getting getting that extension was certainly you know great work, but I worry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Terry probably not in Liverpool's long history. 
which is getting on for, I know we're short of it, but 150 years. We've never been this good, probably. Probably never been this this, this dominant and this good. So well, we've been more dominant, but we've probably never been this good. And so it's probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing that we're experiencing right now. Um, where, 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 where did you uh, where did you finish last season? Yeah, that's why I said the dominance. What do you about the Bulls? You know, what, I'm, I'm just just interested to to figure out where this like dominant best ever, where be this dominant best ever Liverpool team finished last season. I, I no, honestly forget. I forget. I think, I think when we look at where our you know what what he's done, Klopp, and the football that we're playing. I know like uh, my dad was there and watching every every single good Liverpool team in the seventies and eighties, and even he says you know this Liverpool team's up there with any of them in terms of quality. You know that what we've seen under Klopp the last couple of seasons. You know what I mean? So, I, th- I don't think Phil was like sort of overstretching it to say that this is one of the best Liverpool teams ever. And even the great Liverpool teams of the past couldn't. Some of them, some of the points totals that they put up. You know what I mean? It's like we're, we're talking record sort of totals. So, you know, the baby. Yeah, but average was, So someone, someone's kids kicking off. Te- Teddy's, Teddy's little boy is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> So well, yeah, let's Harry, let's let's Harry just get get his domestic out the way, Phil. I'm only having a bit of banter, but no, no. I, I just I, I just think this best ever, and I've I've only seen the records of the 70s and 80s Liverpool sides. But do you feel that passionate that this is probably the best ever it's been? Well, I think I think it's a different era where the, uh, the National League that we're in, the Premier League, has got more money than it's ever had before. Yet despite that, we're still uh, we've probably averaged what 95 points over the last. Three seasons, so you know it's 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 an incredible feat what we're seeing, and I've never seen us in our lifetime be by easily the best team in Europe or in the world, which I have seen recently under Klopp. Yeah, but in twenty years' time, you're gonna look back and see how much you won, aren't you? Ultimately, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what it comes down yeah. to, isn't it? Yeah, but at, at the same time, you know the quality of football we're seeing, the consistency of the team, you know the the the. the and, and and we have won things, you know. We've broken a title drought, and we've won a Champions League, and we've got to two Champions League finals. It's like, you know, yeah. But our kids, our kids aren't going to be sitting here going, they won one league, but they weren't half consistent. That's not. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's all about how much they win, isn't it? I disagree with you a little bit because Shankly, how many uh, European Cups and, and Premier League? I'm uh, sorry, and uh, Division One Championships did he win? Not that many. It's what he done for the club. It's like what he started off. It was actually Paisley who took over from him and then went on to win all the trophies. So it's not necessarily all about get your medals out. Same for Gerrard. You know, the, the Liverpool supporters know what Klopp's done for the culture of this club. And I'm telling you now, the football that we're watching is far, far away from anything I've ever seen in my life. We've seen very good attacking football under um, Brendan Rodgers. We've even seen some good attacking football under Roy Evans and at times under Rafa. We've seen very good defensive football under Ulye and at times under Rafa as well. We haven't seen the whole the whole thing like this put together ever by anyone else before. So I just think we need to enjoy it while we can, Terry. Yeah, absolutely. I think 2024 is a scary date. <laughs> yeah. um, Can't and, come quick enough. Cannot come quick enough. You know, I don't want to look it's back in, in history in 2028 and we're talking about the departure. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, I hope he signs another extension. And if anybody wants this podcast in 2028, just subscribe. Please hit that button <laughs> on your podcast app or your YouTube 
uh, browser. There's a little button under where you watch it now. Subscribe. It really does help by us. then, you 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 should be in the championship or something by then. We'd be having Tamia, Tamia co-hosts. All right, missed the no trophies last season, but it's the best ever time of our lives. <laughs> Let's move on, Pacey. We're gonna. <laughs> We we said on our show, which is still available on the channel, we released on Monday. Me and Pricey were talking a bit bit more in depth about the current situation at Everton. I mean, we mentioned Duncan Ferguson. Duncan Ferguson came in in 2019 on a caretaker basis when Marco Silva was was let go, and we we had a really big a really big boost in in not only the atmosphere, but we got some points on the board in some difficult games. We drew with Manchester United. Um, Drew with Arsenal and we beat Chelsea in, in a really difficult run. Look, it may happen again. I, I personally think that it may happen again in, in the immediate future. But, Pricey, let's look back. Let's press the button. We're back there, 2019. How did you feel when Marco Silva was sacked and Duncan was given the, the interim job as Everton Football Club's manager? Marco Silva being sacked, I welcomed it at the time. And we spoke on Monday about, you know, do we sort of regret that the way I felt at the time? I don't know, but at the time I was I was happy he was going because uh, just thought we were we were a bit stale under him. Um, and then obviously we've got Ferguson in, and it was one of those. There was talk about him being the manager, and then it was like he's not ready to be the manager. We just let him just just <clears> create something at Goodison in that Chelsea game. That first game was just just let something happen, just let us show a bit of passion or something, and we we showed massive passion that him on the him on the him on the sidelines. Was uh, I don't know where Phil's gone. Phil's gone there. Uh, just knock him off. <laughs> uh, him on the sideline. The the amount of the amount of passion he showed, grabbing the ball, boys, and you know, fist in the air, and, and the team. He just went four four two. He kept it basic, but he he brought in the Everton that we'd we'd remembered under when he played as a, as a player, and he brought that passion as a player into being a manager. And that game at Chelsea was absolutely bouncing, and it was what a game that was. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, I actually remember. I remember you were there because you'd been. I don't want to reveal all these like personal stuff. You'd been away for a while, hadn't you? You went, yeah. you went away to Australia, and that was oh, your first yeah. game back. It was one of the first times I'd seen you in, in a number of months, and we had a couple of pints before the game. Yeah. And you were saying to me what it's been like at the games and stuff, the atmosphere. And I said it's been dead. It's the crowd have turned. Like that manager was gone, and I wasn't sure at the time whether Duncan was was the answer because he, he was the constant in failure. He, he'd been there when, when Martinez went wrong. He was there when Koeman went wrong. He was there when Allardyce went wrong. He was again there when Silva went wrong. And I wasn't too sure, but there was there was a little boy inside of me who, who was praying it went right. And I think it did. That, that Chelsea game was just... Uh, the club milked it. They played the Ferguson songs before yeah. the game, and, and and he came out and he said all the, the the right stuff about wearing the late great Howard Kendall's watch, and it 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 was what we needed, I think, as as a as a fan base at the time. We needed to reconnect with the football club, and, and it's arguably again what we need to get. Me and Price have discussed this on on the show that's still on the channel from Monday, but it, it was just a it, it was like. You put it on a night out and you're flagging and someone gives you a shot and you go, here we go. It was a little bit like I'm I'm staying I'm staying out now. I'm staying out. I'm 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 there and I, I think if it does you know, happen again, which it might, I think if it does happen again, I, I can sort of think it'll do what it did then and it'll get Evertonians united. Yeah, I do as well. He's got that he's got that, obviously got that thing about him. He's an Evertonian through and through. 
and it was it was it was CNM on on that game. I mean, you said before he played there was three games, three league games, two draws and a win. But the first game, well, the old traffic games well, but that first game was the important one. Seeing him on the yeah. sidelines, seeing how he was reacting, seeing how the team was reacting to him. No. And yeah. even at the end of the, I remember at the end of the game, he was on the pitch hugging them all. They were all made up to see him. It was like they were looking up to him, and it was like, "We've done it for you, Duncan." You know that type of that type of reaction, yeah. and that that's exactly yeah. what we needed. And yeah, I agree. If, if it does, if it does happen again, I think hopefully it'll be that same type of thing where everyone's like, "We're playing for you, Duncan." We're, we're doing it. And it just felt that way, and you say connect. It definitely felt a connection to the team more than we'd done. I know it was away, but more than we'd done for for a while under Silver, we felt like the t- you know. That again. Someone's got to remove Phil from the steam. I thought about Phil's pop back up. <laughs> Phil's putting his rigger boots back on to go back to work. But I, I think you're right. And, and do you know what? I think one of the best, and it sounds strange, one of the, the best memories I had from that little period was remember the ball boys and he had them. Yeah. And it yeah. was just like the whole club just united again. Yeah. And, and you're right in what you're saying at the end of the game, the Chelsea game, where he was hugging players that he'd been part of their development when he was a previous yeah. youth coach, Tom Davis and. I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin was on there. <coughs> Excuse me. And it, it was it, it was a it was a great week or so, uh, maybe two weeks under Duncan Fergus, and then it was it was what we thought was the ice on the cake when when Carlo Angelotti came in. But that, my friends, is a future this week in history. We might tackle it, maybe even next week. I think the timing is about right to tackle it next week. Terry, do you have any anything more to give us, or are we all done? Well, I think we're all done before I get, uh, you know, gate crashed yeah. again by the kids. <laughs> Do you know when you Bad left? Time. When you Bad left there, if, when you left there, I went on the Liverpool section. I was like, "How do I change this background?" Because this is <laughs> this is a meme waiting to happen. I was trying to scramble, and then Phil, Phil came on putting the socks on. You came back. It's, it's all good. Big thank you as always to to our affiliates at BetMate. Just to let you know, this week on the BetMate app, the across the park Merseyside derby is Thursday. It's going to be Chelsea versus Everton and Liverpool versus Newcastle. If you haven't joined the app before and you want to join our league, which is the link is on our social media, at Across the Park PC, the free game this week is Liverpool versus Newcastle. You get a free stab at it. So please download the Betmate app and have a little go. Uh, it's £3. It's fantasy football. It's goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, strikers. The points accumulated will land you enough for a takeaway. And that's all betting should ever be. It's, it's nice and fun, nice and friendly. It's low stakes, and it's, it's enough to buy yourself some food or a, a nice top to go to over Christmas. But from myself, Ian Mills, Andrew Price, Teddy McGiven, and Phil Roberts, we are wrapping up this week's show. Next week's show is going to be out on Monday and Thursday, and then we are winding down for Christmas. There is a rumour across the city. They are writing it on bus stops as we speak. We could be releasing one of our Across the Park extras over Christmas as a video. So keep your eye out on the social media at Across the Park PC on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us again. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. We shall see you again next week.